Welcome to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast with your host, Dr. Fuck, and the Ayatollah of Alcohola, Ian Wadley. Kick on back and listen to another exciting episode. It's time for the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast! Hey, 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 it's me, Dr. Fuck from Thrasher Die and Combat with... The Ayatollah of Alcohola, Ian Wadley. Hey, you didn't crack a beer there. You're slipping, bro. Uh, hold on a second now. All right, let me, let's try. Oh, I was going to say, let's try that again. Oh, whatever. Oh, hold on. I got another one. All right, hold on, hold on. Hey, it's me, Dr. Fuck from Thrasher Die, and I'm with... That's right, the Ayatollah of Alcohola, Ian Wadley. That's right. He just opened... He, he had one beer open, just opened two more, so drink them all before the fizz gets out, before they go... Flat, okay, Ian. Oh, oh that's gonna happen. before they go like your mother. Yeah, uh, you know the thing is that it doesn't matter. I I don't care how drunk you get because this episode we're actually not going to be talking in it for a change. What? That's right, Ian. Now this episode, if you, if we are airing this because the whole concept of this episode is really not to air it. So if we are airing it, this is like one of those. In case of emergency, break glass episodes. Oh, shit, something bad happened. Yes, it, who knows? Maybe, you know, you, you in the hospital, liver damage. Me in the hospital from, you know, killing posers. Who knows? Uh, well, I mean, jail. Anyway, so um, what we're going to do this week, I, it's actually my idea, not Ian. Actually, Ian was kind of against it, but I talked him into it. Cause okay. He, he was totally against it, but after like 17 beers... He's too drunk, and he actually agreed. He's going to regret Baby, I'm easy, I'm easy, I'm easy, I'm an easy man. Yeah, see how fucked up he is? He's probably going to fucking regret uh, agreeing to this. But Problem. He agreed, and what we're going to air you today is appearance that he and had on the long-defunct show, Rock and Metal Prog Central, where they reviewed Guns N' Roses. Yeah, that's very prog. And, uh... With uh, our old uh, sidekick Terrence Reardon, it was that his. Sh- not- it was his- yeah, yeah. It was his show, uh, but also on the show was Luke In- Innes. Was his Innes. Name? I liked him. Josh uh, Carlson. Carlson. He's yeah. an alright guy. Uh, no, was- no, he's a very nice gay boy. Very nice. Okay, and uh, was that other guy there? Uh, no. On the no. show? Okay, so it was only these three. Now, now Ian was uh, was on fire on this episode. I was a little inebriated. He was a little inebriated, and he really went off on Josh. And I feel like, you know, since that show's gone, and I want to thank Terrence for sending me this show, um, I think people need to hear the show. It's just beyond hilarious. <coughs> so... Without further ado, this episode, uh, unfortunately, obviously, we can't do a current event because this is an emergency episode. It's like the emergency broadcast system of episodes. And uh, yeah, if you've heard this, talent has gone elsewhere. Exactly. So, uh, in the words of our former host, kick back, get some chairs, grab some food, grab some food and drinks. And this is the episode you were afraid to listen to. But what the hell? You listen to it anyway, right? <laughs> what does that mean? 
Oh, it's so terrible. It's 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 the episode you're afraid to listen to. Then why are you listening? If you're afraid to listen to it, why are you listening? It's the episode your navel was scared of because you were zipping up your fucking khaki shorts. <laughs> so kick back, get some chairs. Like it's what? <laughs> what you got to get some chairs? Like what? You're gonna put like your feet on top of the other chair? <laughs> why do you need chairs? Unless you're obese, it doesn't mean you know make any sense. Get some chairs. Unless you know you want to jump on the other chair and sing like a a Jethro Tull song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough of the shenanigans. This is uh, appetite for destruction. Uh, appetite for destruction review. I'm not in it, but believe me, I'm okay with that because Ian really rules on this, and this is this is your show, Ian. I, I think Ian did such a great job that you don't need my annoying self on it. Uh, believe me, these uh, these other people uh, make up for my annoyance. Trust me, and some, especially that the 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 main holes there. All right, so enjoy, kick back, have some food, get some chairs, and 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 listen to the show you're afraid to listen to. The don't rock. Worry about how much it can't cost your dad to pay for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I want you know, and check out who, which which relative bought Terrence this CD, and <laughs> back in the day. All right, so enjoy, guys. I'm out of here. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an exciting episode of Rock, Metal, and Prague Central with your tour guide, Terrence Reardon, the Rock Sponge, alongside his cohort from Blimey, England. Um, Ralph Vieira, also known as uh, <laughs> Big Lover of Summer and Time. I probably shouldn't have said that because he'll probably ban me from the Almost Human 56 Facebook page now. <laughs> Josh Carlson, code name, and hello, <laughs> and Luke Kinnis. Hi guys, and I have a very, very special guest on the show today. My old running mate from Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, the Ayatollah of Alcohola himself. That's right, you goddamn motherfuckers! Hide the children because I'm cussing. Damn, I'm cussing. Hey, we, hey. The swears the family friendly went out the window on the second episode, thanks to Ralph. Yeah, I know, I know, and it, as well a goddamn should. Something exactly. just. And today we're gonna discuss the very first album by studio album to be released by Guns N' Roses, entitled <coughs> "Appetite for Destruction." And since Ian and I are the oldest of the bunch, we'll let Ian introduce how he heard "Appetite" first. All right. Uh... First exposure to Appetite would have to be uh, Welcome to the Jungle video on Headbangers Ball. And just like, holy shit, wow. Was this some hard fucking metal? Uh, I should say hard rock. I mean, for that time, uh, you know, metal was big at the time. But it was starting to get watered down. You're starting to get like, uh, you know, you know, Bon Jovi type shit. And then you got 50 bands that sound like fucking Bon Jovi. Well, here comes a band. They didn't fucking dress all that pretty. Even though in this video, Axel does have his hair spiked, and that's the only video where you see it all fucking moosed up and shit. But still, uh, the general vibe was much dirtier, much real rock and roll, more, uh, you know, Stones, heroin, you know, kind of rock and roll than, uh, you know, fluffy leather and lace kind of shit. 
And it was just, what a breath of fresh air. I mean, this was just amazing. I think I was in like seventh grade and it just blew my fucking mind. And I had to go out the next day and fucking buy it. And, uh, I, I love this album. I love this album. Uh, the whole career of Guns N' Roses, maybe not so much, but this album, uh, I believe is uh, top 10 of all time. I mean, just an incredible, incredible release. Uh, how about you, Terrence? I concur with you, Ian. In fact, Of course time, you do! <laughs> for old time's <laughs> sake. The first time I heard um, anything from this album was in the movie The Deadpool with uh, Jim Carrey lip-syncing Welcome to the Jungle. Pretty badly, I might add. But funny as hell, because Jim Carrey wound up dying. A few moments, spoiler alert. And I thought the song kicked ass. And since I had siblings who had Appetite for Destruction, I had no need to buy it because I heard it every day. What do you think, Josh? Oh, okay. All right, okay. Like Huey, in the first Guns N' Roses track I heard was Welcome to the Jungle. And yes, it was the video on YouTube. Vivo, to be precise. Um... I used to like, I used to adore Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses and I Maiden used to be the two bands I'd actually ever listen to. Ever. Ever. But now No. This uh this album I've come to realise is one of the most overrated albums ever, ever, ever. Put out by uh. anyone ever. I used to love the classic lineup. You used to love now, it but you had to kill her? <laughs> All right, all right. Now, now to hear something that might uh, matter, Luke. What do you think? Uh, I t- I take a much more balanced view to this album than you guys. I first heard Guns and Roses when I was I was probably five or six. Um, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Luke. I, I don't mean to cut you. How how old are you, Luke? I'm twenty. Oh, okay, okay. You're a young bloke yourself. All yeah. right, <laughs> all right, all right. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, um, yeah, I heard I heard um, uh, Guns N' Roses through watching uh, a TV channel that's still going um, on digital TV called Kerrang! After the named after the magazine. Enough of this bullshit. Let's get into this fucking awesome album. And goddamn it, we'll, we'll let uh, uh, we'll let the ringleader Terrence here start <laughs> out with the first song that is "Welcome to the Motherfucking Jungle." You took the words right out of my mouth. Welcome to the jungle. An epic way to kick off an epic album. And this song just makes you want to go out and either destroy a house, trash a hotel room, or even speed on the highway doing 100 miles an hour and go on a 12-state uh, chase in your flying sports car. The song just rules. I wonder what Josh has to say about Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. Um, it was the first song I heard by them, and now I like it. I don't love it. I like it. It's got a cool video. It's a cool way to open a concert. When I saw them, it was the second song they played that night. They opened the concert. The first song they played was an even better song than this. First of all, Josh, uh, you never fucking saw Guns N' Roses. You saw the <laughs> Axl Rose experience. And, uh, you know, at, at least Paul McCartney had the balls to call the band Wings. He didn't call it the fucking Beatles. And Axl Rose should not call this fucking shit Guns N' Roses. Because it's not. Well, I don't care because the music and the album they created and the album they well, will well, be creating well, is good. Yeah, well, well, I mean, it's it's quality musicians, but you can have, you know, quality musicians play fucking Metallica. Don't make it fucking Metallica. You know, it's... This song is fucking amazing. And, uh... 
You know, it's about a wild-eyed boy from fucking Indiana going to the mean streets of Los Angeles. And this is an incredible <laughs> classic rocker that will never fucking die. And I guarantee you, How old are you, Josh? I'm 17. 17. When you get your first whiff of pussy, you will get this song. You will get this song. When you smell a woman's vagina and you and you stick your cock in it, you're gonna be like, I get it. I get it. I I get rock and roll. I hallelujah. I get it. Because this song, this song is pure sex sleaze. Rock and roll. This is this is why I call this era of metal cock rock because this shit comes straight from the fucking hip, straight from the fucking cock. This doesn't come from your mind. This comes from your genitals. You hear this and you get a hard on, and you're like, yeah. And I'm gonna stick this in the first fucking bitch I find, and you know, and, and you're glad the song's only three minutes because you ain't even gonna last half that. It's five but, minutes. Uh, <laughs> Five five minutes, yeah. If you do it twice, um, <laughs> but uh, I this, this, this no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This no. is sleazy rock and roll at its best. This this is this is very Stones esque. Uh, just sleaze. Everything that's good about rock and roll is in this song. It, I mean, it, it is just an incredible song, and it'll always hold up. It's played across the fucking world. You can't go to a fucking football game in America without hearing it. Uh, you, you know, it's it's on classic rock stations. It's on regular rock stations for a reason. This is rock and roll through and through, and it, it's flawless. It's absolutely perfect, and uh, and it contains the best secret weapon ever in rock and roll. Uh, Izzy Stradlin. Izzy Stradlin to me is the unsung hero of uh, of Guns N' Roses, and they haven't done shit without him, in my opinion. <laughs> Once Izzy was gone, uh, he took the heart and soul. Uh, but I love this fucking song, Luke. What do you got? I it's it's I find it hard to disagree with with you, Ian. Actually, that, and that's uh, why I love Luke. <laughs> I love Luke, and I love Luke's father. <laughs> Luke, right. Luke, Luke, I'm your father. I'm not getting all Star Wars, but I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm throwing that out there. I could be, you know, I, I'm a sucker for a woman with an English accent. I would love to meet. You. I would love to meet your mum. Next is the second song in the album, another killer, kick-ass rocker. It's so easy, and this song just kicks more ass, and it's fucking kick-ass, and it's the first GNR song that had some profanities in it. I like it. It's uh, it's one. Of, it's probably one of my favorites on the album. You can't eat your meat if you don't have your pudding. God damn, I am gonna score you. This song is fucking awesome. How can you not like this fucking? How can you not love this fucking song? This is such fucking rocket. Do you have a penis? Stand, stand up. All right, we we, we are. Uh, you you are on the telly. Stand up and show me your penis. Not you, Terrence. God damn it. God damn it. I, 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 want, I want Josh. Josh, stand up and show me your manly cock if you have one. Because this this this, this song should talk to your cock. It, it, Luke, don't let me down. Tell me you love this song. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as to say I love it, but I do. Feel oh, it. you're fucked, Luke! God damn it! Never mind. Never mind. I guess, I guess it's an English thing. Get, get your dad on the phone. God damn. Next uh, is another kick-ass rocker. Night Train, and it just like the first two songs that precede it. Night Train kicks more ass than uh, Tony Montana on a bad hair day. Night Train. I wonder what Josh thinks of Night Train, and you better like it, goddammit. It sucks. Go ahead, Ian. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Are you yeah. fucking serious? Yeah. Jo- Josh, do you drink? No, well, Lo- moder- Lo- mod- moderately, yeah. Mod- moderately. What do you drink? Uh, battery. Uh, I'm, I'm Come again? Oh, it's oh, you might not guess it in America. It's um, imported French. So. Oh, 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 okay. So we know it sucks then. Okay, but <laughs> French. Uh, you, I mean, do you drink beer, whiskey? Uh, no, no, I haven't had whiskey yet. I haven't had proper beer yet. All right. Yeah. All right. What about drugs? What about drugs? You like drugs? <laughs> no, no, shut up, dude. No, 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 no. Sit, no, sit. You, you, you ever took the reefer? No. Uh, oh. Yeah. You, 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 you ever do the cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about heroin? What about, no, no heroin? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Josh, have you ever kissed a girl? I should have been. No, no I, I, I mean, I mean, kissed her where it smells funny. <laughs> Ian, it's your turn to. Uh, all right, all right, all right. No, I just, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure you out, brother. I mean. I, I, I love you. I'm just trying to point you in the right direction. Night Train is fucking amazing. Night Train is fucking amazing. It is a great, great song about getting fucked up. And uh, I mean, I understand that you, you know you're 17, Josh. You're 17. Uh, yeah. But so you're you're getting ready to go to where, where you, you going to fucking Oxford? No. Is that, is that where you guys all go? Oxford. Uh, God damn, you're going to you're going to college experiment. Do some fucking drugs. Drink some liquor. Fuck her, ball. Fuck her hard. And, and, and fuck her to rock and roll. This is a great goddamn song. I love Night Train. I do too. I, 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 I don't get why you don't get this. It bothers me. You're 17. You should have a hard on right now. For no reason. For no reason. Just because just the fucking wind's blowing, you should have a hard on and want to listen to shit like this and do drugs. Drink and uh, God damn it. Uh, Luke, Luke, come on, help me out here. I'm with you, man. I'm with yes! you. Yes, yes, I love you. Luke's got a hard on, goddammit. I'll pass it back to Terrence now. Let's we'll uh, do. Because the next song title is uh, what Luke is, uh, what Josh is saying about me, Ian, and Luke, uh, um, Luke's opinion on this album, Out to Get Me. Well, we're not out to get you, Josh, but the song fucking does kick well, ass. I think Ian is. It rules. Oh and... god! Oh, oh goddamn! I used to be in a in a band at high school, and the only song we'd play is a song off this album. But it's not out to get me. It's not out to get me. And the put and the lead guitar player was such a slash nut, and he still is. Then that has led me to think to not like this album as much as I did. That is why I'm I'm not into this album anymore. The guy in your band was a slash fanatic. Yeah. Fucked your 
fucked your girlfriend, and now, and now you you hate uh, you hate Guns N' Roses. I get that. That makes more sense to me that, that you're not liking this album. But you got to stick again, Ian. It's that's not part oh, oh, of that's true. Part oh, of that's true. Oh, you fucked his, you fucked his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you fucked anybody? Is anybody getting late? That's no. And and out to get me was just like a, a a great awesome drop of cum that came out of this rock cock. I love it, Luke. What do you think about out to get me? Yeah, I like it, man. It's it's, it's cool. Um, I love Luke. I love Luke. Great opinion. Great opinion. <laughs> Next is the excellent kick-ass rocker, Mr. Brownstone, the ode to heroin. Mr. Brownstone, um, it's got the word brown in it. Do you know what else is brown? Shit. Shite. I love this fucking song. Of course you do. It's, it's fucking, it's amazing. It's a great fucking rock and roll song. And yes, it is, it is a fucking ode to heroin. Which I only did once, by the way. Only once. And on accident. Interesting story. Interesting story. You take heroin, Blacks. Okay, well, good thing you asked, Luke. <coughs> I, I was at an all-day cock rock festival. And at this time, I, I used to love acid. I was a, I was a big LSD fan. And, uh, and, and then acid, you know, you couldn't get as much. Ecstasy was the new big thing. Well, this, this ecstasy in particular had a shitload of horse in it. Which means smack, which means heroin. I'm at an all day cock rock festival. It's like LA LA Guns, Great White, Rat, uh Poison, some other shit. All I wanted to see was fucking rat. I love rat. And man, that pill fucking kicked in right in the middle of rat. My eyes are rolling in the back of my fucking head. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? I was so fucked. Everybody's like, hey, is that guy okay? I had no idea. Well, you know, I found out later because I was on fucking heroin. But <laughs> I tell you what, rats sounded awesome. I just couldn't <laughs> fucking open. I couldn't fucking open my eyes. But uh, but I wouldn't recommend heroin. I'm not recommending heroin. But I'm not saying don't do it either. Fucking everybody's got to find out for themselves. Uh, Mr. Brownstone is a great, 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 great rock and roll track. I fucking love Mr. Brownstone. What do you think, Luke? Yeah, this is probably probably my favorite track on the album. Okay, and we close side one of Appetite for Destruction, or the G side as it was originally called on the album, with Guns. Paradise City. And this song, although it's been played so many times, the perfect closer for either a concert or the first half of an album. Just an excellent six-minute-plus epic. And Josh probably is going to disagree with me on that assessment, but that's okay. Okay, uh, I can give you two Paradise Cities in the UK only. Uh, London, because Maiden came from there, and Manchester, because Oasis came from there. But then the Smiths, but then the Smiths came from there as well, which lets it down. But, um, uh, yeah. Wait, Paradise. wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Oasis, you think Oasis are better than fucking Smiths? Yes, do. Oh, that's disgusting. Paradise City, Josh, your opinion? Oh, boring. <laughs> okay. All right. Not only am I going to school Josh, I'm going to hold his hand while we get on the bus. Because I, I I agree with Josh. I hate Paradise City. Really? Not a big Paradise City fan. But yeah, the Smiths do own Oasis. 
So no, let's no. go. Let's go to Luke. I want to get some more rock and roll with the Smiths than it could be. I mean, for goodness' sake, man. Oh, 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 God. Oh. Just because you look like the third Gallagher brother, does it? <laughs> I'm all right with that. He does. That. He does. It's all right. <laughs> Luke? Luke, uh, what do you think? Yeah, I've got to be honest. I really like Paradise City. I think it's. Oh, you're awesome. insane. <laughs> to be honest, like it is overplayed. I could live without hearing it again. But if I if I if I heard it for the first time, I would probably think, yeah, what well, uh, you know, it's like fresh, it's like breathing in fresh country air, you know. Anyways, now you flip over to the R side, side two, and we begin with another favorite of mine on the album, just like most of it. My Michelle on this song just rocks and rolls. I wonder what Josh thinks of Oh, oh, oh My Michelle. <clears throat> I don't care for this song. Go ahead, Ian. My Michelle, I think it's an incredible track. Uh, I love it. What do you think, Luke? Uh, it's, I'll, I'll be honest. It's one of my it's one of my least favorites on the album. Really? What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next is Think About You, my least favorite on the album, but that's not saying much because I enjoy the entire album. Well, I disagree with you about Think About You because this is one of my more favorites off the album. Well, I have to say, I'm going to agree more with Josh Gallagher than I am you, Terrence. Uh, okay. Because I, I love this song. I, I think this, if you want to talk about a deep cut on an album, I love, love, love Think About You. What do you think, Luke? Luke Morrissey? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I really, I really like it, actually. Um, I, I think it's a cool song. Of course you do, because cause you're a good boy, Luke. Um, I would identify with No, it's because no, uh, uh, he's licking your bottom, that's why. Next is the album's biggest U.S. song, and the song that put Guns N' Roses on the map once and for all, Sweet Child of Mine, which isn't a bad song. I mean, yeah, overplayed, but um, what's your opinion on Sweet Child of Mine? Oh, all right, okay, 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 okay. Right. I'm going to be really serious here. I'm not even going to beat around the bush annoying anyone with this. Sweet Child of Mine is by far the worst Guns N' Roses song ever. I hate this song. Screw this song. Oh, and oh, anyone that likes it, you just, oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Uh, you think this song is worse than, than My World on Usual Illusions 2? Uh, my world for me is just eh. Uh, all, right. all right, I'm not gonna fight you on this, Josh, because this is my second least favorite song on the album. Oh, fine. Uh, my I, world, I, I, I don't know. My world's oh. different, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, different. Different is another. Uh, it's a synonym for shit. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty bored of it. Next is uh, this, a song that describes Josh. You're crazy. <laughs> oh, well, I'm perfectly sane then. Because I like this song. I love this song, but I think the version on uh, Lies blows it fucking away. I, I pretty much agree with Josh. Actually, I think I think that the um, that this is a song that sounds great uh, in both versions, and I'm just glad we're all fucking agreeing for a change. Um, I, <laughs> I like I divided am. opinion. <laughs> oh, funnier. Josh, Josh, you're, you're, Josh is like the twelve-year-old brother. Who's like, you know, has just got to disagree with everything. No, 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 he's like, he's like, what, what, what's the bad Gallagher brother? Is that Noel or Liam? Liam. 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 You, Josh is Liam. You, 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 you are a bad brother, Josh. I, I love you. I love you. You got the voice, but you are the bad Gallagher. 
You, you are so bad, you should be the American Gallagher. You should bust a watermelon with a sledgehammer. Next is Anything Goes, and Anything Goes is an excellent sign. Josh, what do you think of Anything Goes? Uh, you're wrong. Go ahead, Ian. <laughs> All right, you're wrong, Liam. Uh, goddamn. <laughs> anything Goes is fucking awesome. No it's awesome. I love Anything Goes. It's fucking awesome. I love it. I love Anything Goes. Oh, God. Uh, you know, it ain't that. But I, I love Anything Goes, and it's great because it doesn't suffer from uh, Under overkill. The <laughs> yeah, those are all horrible tunes. But Anything Goes is a great song. What do you think, Luke? Well, uh, just, just, I should just say this now, uh, because you probably don't know this, Ian, but I fucking love The Elder. The Elder's one of my favourite Kiss albums. Oh, I'm, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. But, but, but I'm just throwing that out there now. Anything Goes, um, yeah, it doesn't suffer the burnout factor, so it feels quite fresh every time you hear it, but um, I could live without it, uh, to, to be really honest. Um uh, same with the next song, really. So, but I'm really interested to hear what you guys think. So let's pass uh, well, it on. Well, 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 well first, th- first things first. Luke, you said you you really do love the elder. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's nothing wrong with being gay. You're you're, you're just as God made you, and uh, yeah, yeah, there's there's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. Uh, but but just once. Tr- uh, and I'm gonna throw this out to Josh too. Try pussy, just <laughs> just one, just once. Try some goddamn vagina. Change your life. Change your life. I guarantee. All right, Terrence. Uh, shut up, Ian. Let, let's go into Rocket Queen. Amen. Shut up, Ian. Be Amen, Ian. <laughs> Rocket Queen. Perfect way to end this album. This six-minute epic just kicks so much ass. Josh, you better like Rocket Queen. God damn it. Um. Well, I don't. So hokey. <laughs> Lame. Yeah. But Rocket but no. Queen's excellent. No, it's not. Uh, yeah. uh, all right, all right. So, 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 Josh, what is it about pussy you don't like? Is it the smell? <laughs> is, is, is it too fishy for you? Uh, <laughs> you know, because they can, do, they can do stuff about that. They can wash it, and it smells better. Uh, <clears throat> God damn you. Uh, damn it, Josh, you should know better. I have faith in you, Josh. You should know that this is a great fucking song, and this is a great fucking, this is a great closer. And this is, there's, I, I've talked about this in the past episodes. There's a lot of different album closers. There's, uh, you know, there's throwaway tracks, uh, there's best tracks, and there's ones that leave you wanting more. And to me, that's what this is, and the best album closer you can have is one that leaves you wanting more. And when I, when I hear fucking Rocket Queen, I'm like, God damn, why is this the end? It is a great fucking song. Uh, epic. I love it. One of my favorite Guns N' Roses tracks of all time. I love Rocket Queen. What do you think, Luke? I, I like it. I, it's it's a song that I could, I could live with or without. I might <coughs> try it on... Try it on occasionally if I'm in a Guns N' Roses mood. Guns N' Roses are a band that I need to be in the right mood for. Serious for kids to watch you <laughs> Now there's an album that I'm never in the fucking mood for. Um, 
<laughs> we're, all, we're all friends here. We're all friends here. It's all love. Exactly. It's all, it's all about unity. But oh wait, Ian doesn't like Psycho Circus. Oh, I hate you. I hate Psycho Circus. I hate Psycho Circus. But uh, but I I love vagina. And Josh, <laughs> I, I implore you to try vagina. Terence, one minute, yeah. mate. Terence, have you finished recording? Yes. Okay, good. Cool, so I have to go. All right, we'll do. Well, let's uh, say goodbye right. on this episode, and I'll continue talking to Luke and uh, uh, Ian. All right. Hey, Josh. All right. Thank you, guys. Nice hey, having you, Ian. I, I, I know we butted heads, but I love you, Josh. <laughs> All right. Be, thank you. Be, before we talk again, go get some pussy. <laughs> All right. Try, try some pussy. This All is right. Terrence signing off from the Guns N' Roses episode. This is Terrence. Josh. Luke. And the and Ayatollah. You're goddamn right. Alright, God bless you all, guys. I've got to go. God bless you all, and good night. So there you have it, my friends and fiends. That was Ian on the Rock and Metal Prog Central. Uh, what'd you think, Ian? (laughs) That, uh, man, I know I was in a drunken haze, but that seemed a lot shorter than I remember. Oh, well, the power of editing, my friend. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I loved it. I edited it down which left us with a lot of time on our hands, and I think you and I should play DJ. What do you say? I'm ready to play fucking DJ. All right, so we're going to go through the rest of the show playing music, but this time we're going to play a track, and we're going to come right back and talk a little bit and then go into another song, and maybe we'll talk more longer than a song. Who knows? Let's just Let's just wing it, right, Ian? Do you have a song, or should I pick the first one? I am ready. I have the first song I want to hear. Go this, for this. it, dude. All right. This is what I want to hear. This is a 70s fucking classic from the first, uh, well, I shouldn't say first, but the 70s incarnation of the Scorpions. Right now from Taken by Force, I want to hear the sales of Sharon. My all-time favorite Scorpion song. Good call, my friend. <laughs>
All right, that was my all-time favorite Scorpion song and Ian's pick, not mine. Uh, Fuck yeah, Uli John Roth, baby. Uli John Roth rules. You know I met him? No shit. Yeah, this is how I... I never seen him live, but this is how I met him. Uh, Down here in Miami, uh, the 70 Tons of Metal Cruise takes off from the Miami port. And on the very first one, he played on it. And me and my buddy, Ruben De La Rosa... I love that guy. I know. Uh, we went early in the morning uh, just to meet the people going on on uh, the ship. And both of us, our crowning achievement was to meet Uli. Uli and Biff from Saxon. Oh, Biff Byford, right <clears throat> on. But we didn't. Well, I didn't meet Biff. Actually, uh, Ruben went back when they got off the ship and met Biff and Uli at the same time. Actually, he has a picture of Uli and Biff and Ruben holding his... His brand newborn uh, baby um, at the time, Zoe, uh, all together in, in a picture. But we did meet Uli uh, on his way in the first time. And he was so cool. And when we took a picture, I did the peace sign. And he's like, oh, you did the peace sign because you think I'm a hippie, right? <laughs> <laughs> he does look like a hippie. Yeah, but it was so nice meeting him. And I was like, God, please play in Miami. Come down here because I've never had the privilege of seeing Uli Roth play, and I am such a huge fanatical fan of him and his solo work, man. Not just the Scorpions. I think he's done a lot of good solo. Electric Sun, what a great yeah. album! That's yeah, a Electric great, Sun. great yeah. album. Um, but yeah, I met him. So anyway, that uh, that takes us out of there. And my pick, I'm gonna go with um, Badlands. Remember them? Nice. Oh, I love Badlands. Hell love yeah, them. man! This is a. Uh, this is off the the first album, um, probably the more popular one. But man, it's such so classic. It's still it's still awesome. This song's called High Wire. Nice.
that was High Wire from Badlands with the great Ray Gillen. What an what an amazing singer, huh? Oh, awesome! And awesome. Ray uh, Eric Singer on drums, who's yes. now who's now yeah. Peter Chris. Yeah, I don't yes. know. If you, I don't know if you know that. Yeah, Bruce Turner to woman, and Eric Singer turned into Peter Chris. Yeah, the miracle of science. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you ever seen Badlands back in the day, uh, Ian? No, I I never got to see him, I, and I know this is blasphemy to a lot of people. But my favorite Ozzy guitarist is Jakey e. Lee. Well, that, you're not the only one I've heard say that actually. But and, um, uh, and uh, but yeah, no, I never got to see Badlands, but incredible. I yeah, I own all their albums. Incredible. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Badlands with Eric Singer and without. Where I, uh, funny enough, the second wow, half, you saw him twice. No, I saw him more than twice. I saw, what? yeah, uh, okay, the first time I saw Badlands, I'm a little, I, I I believe it was Badlands, Great White, headlined it. Nice. Badlands, nice. Great White, and oh man, you know who would know this is Ruben. Might have been TNT. Ruben De La Rosa? Yeah, you know Ruben De La Rosa? Yeah. I love that guy. It was Badlands. Great White Open, and I can't remember who had the middle slot. Cause, and then Badlands came back and played the button tough, south. Tough, tough luck. It was tough luck. No, it wasn't tough luck. No, it wasn't um, tough luck. They were probably at the show, though, because they were local guys. But um, then I saw them at the Button South headline on that same tour, and then they came back. So I saw them, yeah, I saw them three times. They came back on the Voodoo Highway Tour with uh, Jeff Martin on drums, who is yes, the, the, singer, Martin, yeah. the singer of Racer X. True story. Uh, yeah, great. So, uh, yeah, that was my pick. Ain't this funny? And I'm having fun doing this. I'm loving this. And I'm going to turn this motherfucker. I'm going to do a whole 180. Go for from it. Badlands. Man. I want to hear one of my all-time favorite Testament songs. Off their debut album, The Legacy, This Is Alone in the Dark. Oh, my! one of my favorites. Good, good pick. Has been through my life and then my only weakness Don't I gotta rid this hell from my head 
That was Testament with Alone in the Dark. Hey, uh, Ian, are you aware of the CD called From the Vaults? That metal, what was it? Um, oh, what's the de- Megaforce put out? It was a compilation CD. I, I know. Uh, no, I don't know that one. I got I got all those. What is Metal Maskers? I got okay. all those. Yeah, that was Metal Blade. Uh, yeah, they oh, put okay. a Metal Megaforce put out a CD called uh, uh, From the Vaults that had Testament doing Alone in the Dark with Souza. Which was uh, oh no, no shit yeah an early version hold on when they when they were called the legacy yes yes it's actually it's I'm, I'm I'm actually pulling my microphone over here to my CD collection seeing if I can find it can can you put that for the camera I want to see that I'm excited uh, oh, I found it I found it see that oh wow thanks to the great Johnny Z and let's nice. see if I can pinpoint where it says legacy uh. Oh, it's trap. No, you know what? I'm wrong. Okay, bye. I'm wrong. It's actually testament, but you see that it's burnt yep. offerings with uh, Souza. Okay, okay. Right. Let me on. look at the Got CD and pick something off this to play on here. Uh, all right, all right. What do we have here? We have Merciful Fate. We have. Uh... Oh, okay. I am gonna play the most cheesiest shit you're ever gonna hear ever. Uh, I don't. Skinny Bop. No, not that cheesy. Okay. No, it's it's pretty close though. I don't know if you ever heard of the Lone Rager. <laughs> this is really bad. This is so bad. 
This is I have this on vinyl. It's okay. a, it, it was only released as a single. The Megan Force released it called The Lone Rager, where it was a guy in a mask. I mean, a hood. And he does a song called Metal Rap, where it's actually the very first metal rap song. <clears throat> this was way before I'm the Man. This was okay. like released in like 83. Well, The, the Lone Rager. for Nookie, huh? Yes. Okay. And the Lone Rager is actually Johnny Z. This is Johnny Z. Oh, on, no shit. On vocals, rapping. Now, oh, shit. Listen, to, it's really cheesy and horrible, but what's cool about it is that he does mention Merciful Fate and Venom and a bunch of other metal, killer metal bands in this rap. So let's put it on. Wow, this is to- totally cheesy. But I'm glad I picked up the CD because people that haven't heard this, I mean, it's such a novelty, cheesy-ass song. And I'll have something else to say about this song when we're done hearing it. So this is Lone Rager, a.k.a. Johnny Z, with... Metal rap. What's that loud rage noise I hear? The leaves are ringing in my ear. It's past the fall, foundation reset. Oh my god, it's heaven now. Can't go dancing to its beat. Maybe tripping over your own feet. But tell our brothers, don't get temperamental. Ain't no stopping. Scorpions and priests, and instantly giants grew bigger than ever. 
So there you have it. What do you think of that cheese ball song, Ian? Wow. That's yeah. all I got to say is wow. Yeah, that, those backing vocals. Heavy metal. Yeah, what, 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 uh, what, what rapping skills on that guy, huh? No, oh, man, yeah. yeah. He, uh, Falco's got nothing on him. Venom and Fate. Anyway, so, yeah, that was uh, <laughs> that was Johnny Z actually going under the name Lone Rager, R-A-G-E-R, the Lone Rager, with metal rap. And, you know... I met Johnny Z on the Sound of White uh, Noise Tour. And no shit. Yeah, I met him backstage. It was a festival going up in uh, somewhere in North Florida. My friend was working the stage, and I went up there with him, hanging out backstage. And I went up to him. No, I knew I never heard if who it was, the Lone Ranger, but I had a secret suspicion it was him. And I asked him, I go, oh, were you the Lone Ranger? And he actually laughed. He was like, oh, God, yeah. I forgot. I, I like to forget that, you know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm friends with him on Facebook. You gotta love Johnny Z, man. Yeah, you should put. Hey, you should ba- put ba- that. Very, very important to metal. I didn't get to meet Johnny Z, but I did see fucking Anthrax on the Sound of White Noise tour. It's awesome. Fucking uh, White Zombie opened up, and uh, when I saw him, fucking uh, Al Jurgensen came out, out on stage with uh, Anthrax, and they played Supernaut by Black That's Sabbath. Awesome, really? Yeah. Oh, so, like, oh, like oh, John yeah. oh, sang it and everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was so awesome. 
I mean, because they were in Chicago, you know, that's where Al was at the time. It was an amazing fucking show. And while we're talking about Anthrax, we're talking about the John Bush era, I want to play an incredible fucking cover that they did on Bush. And it uh, might be a little alien to uh, some of our listeners, but they did an incredible Smiths cover. Oh, my God. And it I is the love song. it. I love it. London, right? It, yes. This song rules. This song, what an amazing pick, Ian. I got to tell you, if you wouldn't have done it, I would have. By the way, they also did an amazing cover of the Cowboy song from Jim Lizzie from the same album. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But London, uh, but London this, blows this them all uh, away. Yeah. Yeah, that was London. Actually, that was Anthrax doing the song "London" by the Smiths. That was originally on the on the only single which I own. Uh, I have that single on a CD that brings London and Off Vita Sane. They also did Off Vita Sane by Cheap Trick. A uh, great, a great cover of Off Vita Sane. I by think the way. Anthrax does amazing covers. Period. You know. I, oh, I'm, they they I'm, do. I've never heard a cover Anthrax did that didn't just fucking flat out rule. But London would happen to be, what if not the best cover I think they've ever done. Amazing, amazing. All right, awesome. so um, that leads me with my pick of the week. 
my pick of the week. I mean, my pick of this show. Because uh, we're going back and forth here. And uh, I want to go back to the new wave of British heavy metal for this one. Now, this is a, this is a band that Vivian Campbell was in. You know what band I'm Ooh, talking about? I, uh, Sweet Savage. Yes, Sweet Savage. Now, hey. every time I play this song for people, I blow their minds. Because if you didn't know this was Sweet Savage, you would swear it was Metallica. Because this guy sounds identical. Well, I should say, James Hetfield sounds identical to this guy. Check out the vocals on this song and tell me if this ain't a young James Hetfield. Totally ripped off this dude's voice. This is Sweet Savage and this song rules.
right, that was Sweet Savage with Eye of the Storm featuring James Hetfield on vocals. Just kidding, that's somebody else. It wasn't James. Amazing, right, Ian? That was pretty goddamn good. Hell yeah. It did sound like Hetfield. So what you got? All right, well, mine, all right, as long as we're talking about Hetfield, I want to talk about a cover. And I want to play the original, but I want to talk about how most people are going to know this song. They're going to know it from the Garage Days re-revisited 598EP. I love that. The song, oh, amazing. You know, you want to know something? something? Out of all the Metallica, I listen to that one the most. Still. Oh, I play the shit out of that all the time. But what I want to play right now is the original version of this song. And it is one of my favorites, and this is The Weight by Killing Joke. All right. Oh, I, I love, love that it. first yeah. album, and, and, and I, I love their version. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's the original, but this, you know, you need to go back. All the great bands that they covered, like Bungie and fucking, you know, uh, who else did they cover? Angel Witch, or no? Killing, I, killing shit, hour, I, the Killing Hour? I forget. Or, or The Small Hours by Holocaust. Yeah, Holocaust. Yeah. Uh, Awesome. But this is the weight. The original one by Killing Joke. Check this shit out. Turn it up.
that was the weight by killing joke, and it was fucking amazing. Yes, it was. I totally agree. That shit kicked ass, and Metallica did a fine job with it. Yes. All right, mine uh, is a cover song that not a lot of people know happened, or maybe you do. Uh, Pantera. They did a Black Sabbath cover, and no, it's not Planet Caravan I'm about to play. Nice. And I know a lot of people have heard Hole in the Sky, too. Have you? Yes. But but a lot of people don't know they also covered Electric Funeral. So uh, this is Pantera doing Electric Funeral. Check it out.
Yes, that was the Kings of Metal Manowar with House of Death. I want to go into some old school fucking kiss. Let's play one, one of my favorite, if not my all-time favorite solo by Mr. Ace Frehley on lead guitar. This is Strange Way.
yeah, that was Kiss with Strange Ways. What, man? Right there is a prime example why Peter Chris is my favorite singer of all everybody in Kiss. What a voice on that guy. Oh, amazing, amazing. He fucking rules. All right, then it's my turn now. And uh, I want to, I know this was like an early pick of the week back in the day when we first started, when it was me, you, and I forget who the other guy was. And uh, this was uh, one, I probably my first, the first show, pick of the week or whatever. Oh, did we have a pick of the week with Baldini? I don't even think we did. That was after he I left. don't think so. And I think he has, yeah. like, pick of the week or whatever he does, you know. Oh, oh, oh he, he has the news. He has pick of the week. Every He has everything our show has but talent and taste. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I one of my pick of the weeks back then was a band called Warrior. Now, not Yes, that, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. There's and then I recently rediscovered another band called Warrior from the UK that I love. But I'm I'm not going to play something from them. I probably will in a future episode, but this one is a band from LA called Warrior with like you know, if you're a metalhead from the 80s, you know this band. I mean, if you're a serious metalhead from the underground. This is to me traditional metal perfection. This is Warrior with the title track from their album Fighting for the Earth. We are! 
that was Warrior with uh, Fighting for the Earth. A fucking heavy metal classic that I highly recommend you get that album because there's not a bad song on it. Uh, that was... That was that was something else. That Hell was yeah. something else. Metal. I tell you what. Now, now that you mentioned Warrior, you got me thinking. You know, what you got me thinking of fucking Tom G. Warrior. Oh yeah. And I want to go into some goddamn Celtic Frost. You know what it is. This is motherfucking dethroned emperor. I love that you pronounced it right, Celtic Frost. That's right. And this fucking rules. <laughs>
Yes, Tom G. Warrior and the boys. That was the Celtic Frost I worship. Man, let me tell you something, man. Morbid Tales. You know, how can you not love that? That album is just such a great fucking album, you know? And uh, I just I just love that band to death. But, you know, um, now it's time for me to, you know, I mean, I've been pretty ego-free so far in all these picks. Then it's time for me to put something where I do the vocals on. But this is from a Merciful Fate tribute that I personally put out. Only 250 of them were made on vinyl. and I, I still, have one. You I have, have one. That's right. I sent you one. And you um, not many left. But So if you want to buy one, get in contact with me on the Thrasher Die page. We have a merch store there. You can get it. Once they're gone, they're gone because I'm never going to repress them again. This is from that Merciful Fate tribute. That is me. And if you listen to the last thing I do on this song, I did it. I hit this note that I told the guy recording me. I go, I can never redo that again. So keep that in there. Because I really hit a high-ass note at the end. My my balls still hurt. Because I, I had to squeeze them really hard. Anyway, this is from an obscure uh, Merciful Fate song. Not on none of their classic albums, but it did appear on the the compilation of uh, rare early merciful fate tracks return of the vampire this song is called leave my soul alone
That's right, me doing Leave My Soul Alone, an early pre-Mercial Fate EP, Merlin's Have No Fun track. Uh, love it. What'd you, what'd you think of that? What'd you think of uh, my, my screaming on that tune, Ian? I, I, I gotta say, no bullshit aside, uh, honestly, that is my favorite vocal you ever did. Thank you, I, man. I really, no, no, seriously. You fucking went above and beyond on that. I can see why you don't want to do it again. No. Because that, that was really fucking awesome, man. It, I remember you, you sent me the MP3 before I even got the fucking vinyl, and I was like, holy shit. I was blown away by that. And I was a and heavy smoker. Job. I was a heavy smoker back then. I was a, Right. Well, at that time, I was smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. Oh, I thought you were talking about the pole. No, no, oh, that, that no, that I still oh. do. I still do that. Oh, okay, but oh, I got, I got to say, uh, well, I don't know whenever we're gonna air this episode because this is in case we, but we are uh, actually recording this in May. Next month will be a full year. I haven't had a cigarette. Yes, let me pat my back. Nice. All right. Nice. So what you got? What you got for us there, Ian? All right. This is one by an incredible band that only put out a small amount of albums, but. I think that's for the best. An incredible super group called S.O.D. Oh, my God. One of my favorites. Oh, my God. I love this band. And this is one all about us, all about brothers and fucking arms and Hell brothers yeah. and metal. This is United Forces.
United Forces, Stormtroopers of Death, also known as SOD. Excellent pick, uh, Ian. You know, when we played Puerto Rico the last time, a guy asked us uh, at the show, hey, man, can I go up and, and play uh, United Forces with you guys? And I'm like, uh, we don't know it. And then Ryan's like, my guitar player's like, I know it. I was like, well, and, and then my drummer's like, I know it. And I was like, well, I know the lyrics, so let's fucking do it. So we... We never practiced it. This guy came up on stage, guy from Puerto Rico with his guitar. He even took he took his guitar to the show. No shit. I mean, nice. usually when somebody nice. walks into a club with a guitar, they're gonna play. Not this guy. He can't, he walked in with a guitar, hoping to play. And you can see it on YouTube, by the way. Type in Thrasher Die United Forces, and you can see uh, us playing that song off the cuff, like. Uh, was not planned, and it, and I think we fucking nailed it, man. And uh, I got to say also that that song we just heard was from the classic Speak English or Die album, which features Charlie Benante on lead guitar. A little known fact there. So um, this time I'm going to play something that a lot of people don't know about. The extra Hot Sauce. Ooh, I do not know about this. No, this is very obscure. And the album's called Taco of Death. Wow. And, and this is a bizarre version of Freebird from Leonard Skinner. Check this out.
And that was Taco Death, Extra Hot Sauce, whatever you want to call them, with their version of Leonard Skinner's classic Freebird featuring Dan Lilliker on bass. Wow, uh, that sounded different. <laughs> very different. So what you, what you got there, uh, Ian? What you got for us now? Oh, holy shit. We got we to gotta keep up with some fucking heavy. And uh, this, I fucking love this fucking cover. This is a cover by a great fucking band you might have heard of called Sepultura. And this is their cover of the Motorhead classic Orgasmatron. Amazing. Amazing. In blood, I urge it to be brave. 
That was Toxic Holocaust with Nuke the Cross. Now Ian's got the final words. What's going on next week, Ian? Oh, next week is action-packed. We have from Reading Rainbow, LeVar Burton. Also from Star Trek Next Generation fame. And we are going to talk talk about Cyndi Lauper, She's So Unusual. Ooh, Next Sunday, right here on the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. You mean we're still going to be called Rock and Metal Combat Podcast? Sure, why not? 
All right. All right. Thanks again for listening to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. All copyrights, Ian Wadley, 2014.